Hello, and welcome to Single Moms on Film. I am Jen McGuire, retired breeder and writer. Yeah, I'm still loving the retired breeder, but the writer part always feels a little awkward to add. Hey, it's part. Of, it's a big part of your identity, though. So, <laughs> so this important. is this is my friend Luke, who is the first person to get a second show because I just force him to talk to me, and this is the way that I do it. Luke Gridanus, Gridanus. Grid, well, Gridanus, 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 whatever you want to say. I don't know. A lot of my family pronounces it in uh, different manners as well. So. Oh, really? Yeah, tomato, okay. tomato. Yeah, that actually makes me feel funny because I just <laughs> described you as a close friend. And then I'm like, what's your last name? That is not uncommon for me, though. I really? think a lot of people don't know how to pronounce my last name properly. I get that. Yeah, it's I get it. Gridanus is how I say it because I don't know if I already said this, but I want to de-emphasize the anus. Got it. Name. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Let's call this episode de-emphasizing. <laughs> de-emphasizing the <laughs> anus, starring Susan Sarandon and Julia Roberts. That's right. I think it was the alternate title. That was the alternate title. And actually, when they write their co-memoir, which is a real thing these days, no, they can write. You know, people are writing co-memoirs. Oh my god, it's exhausting. So they could just call it. De-emphasizing the anus. And I, I guess the anus do. would be Ed Harris. In this case, the anus is Ed Harris. Yeah. 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 Not dissimilar to an anus. He's really not. Yeah. So we're talking about the movie Stepmom. And uh, this movie actually is, a, I'm going to give a little bit of background for me. This movie, first of all, came out in 1998. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't actually watch it until I was a single mom. I became a single mom in 2000 and two so I was like four or five years behind the fact and I watched this once my kids were with my ex and his new girlfriend who moved in truly 17 seconds after I moved oh my god two on the nose yeah and I have to say she uh you know I would I they had come to pick the kids up for the weekend and I was really thrown off. I really, you know, I didn't really know what was going on. And she, I remember, showed up, and I'm still mad about this. She wore a puffer vest, Ugh. a hoodie, thank you, um, <laughs> and a baseball cap with a ponytail, which was like super what my ex-husband loved me to wear. Oh, he acted like it was sexy. Yeah, he was like, no, 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 this is what I really love you in. Hoodie, baseball cap, puffer, puffer vest. vest. Interesting, very athleisure. Yeah, yeah. And then jeans, because Ooh. nothing oh, says not athleisure like jeans. Yeah, like. Denim, sturdy denim. Denim, denim like sturdy 90s <laughs> denim, right? So she, so the two of them had come to pick the kids up for the weekend, and I had a, a full weekend of zero plans, which sounded great at the beginning. Yeah. And then Sunday came around, it was getting close to Thanksgiving, and I was laying on the couch, and I just put this movie on, and I thought, oh, I'm going to give myself like a little treat, you know, watch a movie by myself destroyed me oh yeah destroyed me it's a roller coaster it really it really was then it's really fascinating to watch it now it is yeah because it's such a total it's uh, a different animal than it was at the time it came out i feel the pacing is very different oh my god yeah and the highlights are very different yeah yeah the hair trends in this julia's got some bangs Yes. She's got some icy blonde in there. PC bangs. PC, PC bangs. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Do you remember that? Like, and people, you know, would actually like piece them. You can't see me because it's a podcast, (laughs) but like use your fingers to like pull your little tendrils apart. Yeah. And you know what? She looks, she looks amazing. She does. I mean, she's Julia. Yeah. Right. So she's. 
She's always um, she's always magnetic. She's always magnetic. I was just about to say she's always gorgeous, and she, of course, is a beautiful person. But Definitely. I don't know. The gorgeous is the word I would use. I, magnetic is better. I mm-hmm. think. Well, she's very. Um, she's different looking than mm-hmm. like the beauty standard of today, for example. Like she's not necessarily. I don't know, like God, a Kardashian. The... Oh yes, I think of the Kardashians yeah. as sort of the beauty standard of today. I but Julia it. Roberts is a very unique looking person, but That's always, right. yeah, magnetic and very. Um, she has a healthy glow. She does her. have a healthy glow. Mm-hmm. So this came out, as I said, in '98. Stepmom. Yeah. Stars Susan Sarandon, America's sweetheart. Maybe not in this so much, but <laughs> frequently America's sweetheart. Yes, frequently. Um, well loved. Although I have to say, when I first watched this, I was like. Susan Sarandon is fully in the right in everything she's doing because that horror is coming in. And now I'm watching it and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very, yeah. She does some pretty messed up things to oh, Julia Roberts' sure. character. But I don't know. I think that if you put yourself into her position, they're yeah. probably not that unrealistic. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. And I think there's actually a scene in the movie that we will talk about with Ed Harris that I think really anchors exactly why she's doing what she's doing like he's such a fucking gaslighter yeah he's just oh and also i'm realizing a real trend in single moms on film fortunately we don't have that many listeners yet so nobody will really notice i shit on every man in these <laughs> and oh i don't gosh. i don't mean to yeah i really don't mean to i just seem to be we keep we keep picking ones that are the guys aren't fantastic no and that part is a bit unbelievable for me in this film too like i i don't really understand the on-screen chemistry with julia roberts and ed harris no with ed harris and anyone no skeletor oh okay i'm glad we're on the same page i know that some people think that ed harris is a sex symbol yeah i think he's a good actor yeah i think he's a good actor too and he has very beautiful he has a beautiful face-ish like he has beautiful eyes but um there's something kind of slimy i was just gonna say very snake eyed yeah no offense mm, yeah no offense offense and if you're listening and if you're listening we don't mean it we're sorry we don't mean it but i loved you in oh what's the one with miss the hours oh he's loved him in the hours totally fantastic again though kind of well not a skis he's a troubled uh, he's such a great a troubled mind in that film but in this yeah i don't really buy that he was ever with susan or julie yeah Mm -hmm. susan and julia yeah and susan's sad that you're not with her anymore in paris i know and you're the most boring fucking lawyer who's always like oh man i gotta go check my beeper to see if i've got more work like get out of here going to pittsburgh all the time leaving (laughs) julia with the kids so that's the thing right away the first scene is with um, oh we should talk about the fact that Jenna Malone plays Anna yes and Jenna Malone what is she she's still doing stuff like she's great she is and you know what I was recently listening to her on a CBC interview and she just released a film about being a single mother really yes so we need to look into that but maybe that would be a great follow up that would be a great follow up Mm -hmm. I like her I actually I think I follow her on social media or something like that I think on Twitter she might be pretty pretty badass actually i think she actually has some really uh good tweets yeah and she, <laughs> she, she's a easy. good actor she is even really as good a well, i don't know a 12 year old or however old she was when she made this film she's quite good oh yeah mm-hmm. and she actually i just had a flashback to i think i saw this and then the next movie i saw like truly the next movie with her and it was cold mountain oh you know do what you i've never it? seen cold mountain but oh. i do remember it renee and nicole so she is this woman 
this like little teeny tiny thing, but they were, she was trying to do that, what I like to think of the fanning element, right? She was trying to transition to being an adult. Uh, I wasn't ready. Yeah. And no. She talks about like, you know, having sex with somebody, like she's ready to sell herself to Jude Law or whatever. Oh my God. And I'm like, you're, you're Anna. You're Anna Harris. And I don't, Jenna. like, I don't want you doing it anyways. No. But I really don't want you doing it right after Stepmom. It's way too soon. Way too soon. Yeah. So she plays Anna, who is horribly bratty. This was a real trend. And Chris Columbus actually directed this. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Chris Columbus, the man version of Nancy Myers. Probably. Don't yeah. You think? The, the mind behind Mrs. Doubtfire. 100%. Mm -hmm. But he also has a very similar aesthetic. Yes, definitely. Well, yeah, this film is Quite extremely stylish. Too. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very you, aesthetic. Before we get into that, yeah. what do you think of the apartment versus house? What do you think of those as a designer? Yes. I love both spaces. I think they're both, um, they're good representations of the characters who live in them. Mm -hmm. Especially of Ed Harris's transition from being like a traditional family man yeah. outside of Manhattan to then owning this massive two-story hard loft yeah. um, that is done up to the nines and is so And relatively timeless, I think, too. Definitely. It's, yeah. it's aged very well. I think Considering so too. that was 23 years ago, it mm -hmm. still looks lovely. Oh my god. It's I like know. taking a bullet, you say. Boom! I know. Three years ago. Yeah, Julia Jeez Roberts Louise. was thirty-one in this role. Isn't that shocking? She really has not changed that much. No, she hasn't. And like, not even in a creepy sort of waxy way. She really just hasn't. No, I think she was one of those people that sort of came to maturity early. Like she's yeah. always looked like this, even when she was in her early twenties. That's so true. I think we talked about this with Sandy Bullock too. Oh, that yeah. she's somebody because I just remembered that. I think she like they're both people who are just the, like the house in this movie yes just timeless totally timeless i know yeah. i was shocked when i read that she was 31 in this movie wow. she reads as not older but more mature i yeah. think um yeah but also kind of young so like in the you know we we meet her and anna and ben ben the most wonderful old child. he's so good I, oh my god what's his name i actually wrote it down. liam aiken good job yeah well i've got the I've got you've the got it open. right here but get it yeah, done he is Amazing. He's so fun to watch. Oh, he's having yeah. a riot and he's an adorable child. And so believable. I feel totally. like they just let that kid be. A, I think he just showed up. I know. And they were like. You don't need a script. They were like, just play with. Like, and he loves Ed Harris so much. Yeah. He could not stop kissing that man's hand <laughs> and like cuddling up to him. Oh it's, my God. So that does make me think Ed Harris is a good person. Because, yeah. Like, he, the kid trusts him. He did. Totally. 100% loved yeah. him. And of course, I should note from a personal perspective that I have a son, Ben. Yes. Who was very much like him. Oh. He was a very loving little boy and very silly. Yeah. So watching that was, that was an emotional thing. I, think I he, bet. I think I even gave him that same weird bowl haircut. Oh my God. Like, I think like, he already had that. I, was, <laughs> I think I watched this movie and I was like, Ben, we're getting your haircut this week. That's too much. You're going to be a magician. It's too much. Yeah. You're going to be a little magician. And he did wear a cape everywhere. Really? Like when he was a little boy. I'd go to the mall and I'd say, Ben, honey, we're going to go to the mall. And he'd say, oh, okay, just let me get my cape. Oh my gosh. That was like a thing. Wow. I love it. Oh yeah. They were. So Liam Aiken. Yeah. Amazing. He's hiding so out. Good. Julia Roberts is looking for him. Isabel is her name. Isabel. Yes. She's looking for him. Uh, she didn't do something for Anna, whatever. We don't really need it. She, basically. She didn't wash her orange shirt. Like. It's orange shirt day. It's orange shirt day. Oh, no. no it's purple, purple shirt, shirt day. day. She has to and wear And she says orangey orange. red. Yeah. Or orangey red. Yeah. And then the thing that gets me, so like Anna's a brat. 
Oh, totally. she's, and I get it that she's upset and she's going through something. And it's puberty as yeah. well. Like, dear God. It is a bit a of a trope. Double whammy. In some Chris Columbus movies, I find mm. that they exaggerate how much an adult's going to put up. Like, you're probably not going to just be okay with a kid talking to you like that all the time. Right, exactly. You're probably going to say something, although maybe not as a stepmother. Maybe not. Maybe she's on thin ice generally. She doesn't want to stir the pot. Like, Jackie is obviously Jackie. litigious. So we know this about Jackie. We know this about She's Jackie. She's litigious. She's litigious. So We're ready. You've got to be careful. But yeah, Chris Columbus has definitely used this trope before. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, like very resistant to the oh, nanny. Oh, and it was the daughter again too. Yeah, also like a young teen girl. And actually, you know what I just realized? <laughs> Weirdly enough, the daughter in that, the littlest girl, Mara Wilson. Oh, yeah. I just had her confused in my head with Jenna Malone. Kind of a similar vibe. A little bit, yeah. Totally. So I think it's actually Mara Wilson who's uh she's she's pretty badass in real life. Like she's she actually wrote this great uh essay about the sexualization of young actresses mm. and some of the mail that she would get. Oh my god. When she was like 13, 14 years oh, that's old. So scary. And she wrote it around the time that Stranger Things became a big thing. I know this oh. has nothing to do with it, but I don't care. Right. And that little that girl, oh, Millie Bobby Brown. Thank you. Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown. A lot of people were sexualizing her. Right. And there were those like weird Halloween costumes that were Ooh. for like sexy seven or whatever. It was. Oh, Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Right, right, right. That's and yeah. Eerie. It was fucking gross. Totally. And so she wrote this phenomenal, powerful essay about like this is the shit that happens all the time. Right. This is what I went through as a young girl who it's also important to point out her parents were both died. Oh, really? They died when she was that. like, I think when she was filming the movie Matilda, she was a no. really little girl. Oh my God. And then yeah. she was just forced into show business on an ongoing basis I, after that. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't really know what happened there, but like, I know she said Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman were really lovely to her. Oh, that made me no really doubt. Happy. I think they're amazing. I do too. Are they back together? I, I hope so. I hope so too. They're meant for each other. They are meant yeah. for each other. Really? Okay. I'm so sorry. So back oh to the God, movie. Oh my yes. We digress. Back to the movie. Um, where were we? It's Purple Shirt Day. Purple Shirt is not. Julia not forgot to wash the shirt. Yeah. yeah. So Susan, the, Jackie comes in. Let's yes. let's you talk about Jackie's reaction to Julia in the fucking husband's boxer shorts. Oh yes. Okay. So Julia is a hot mess in this scene. Oh, for she sure. is just struggling to get these children out the door. She's literally wrestling Ben on the ground oh, yeah. in order to get him out of his pajamas to dress him for school. And then Jackie Harrison walks in Jackie. looking like she's out of the pages of J. Crew. Oh my catalog. god, LLB and J. Crew. She's yeah, she's got a there. sweater tied around her oh, shoulders. God. And oh my god. And the god. same hair that she's had since forever. Oh my god. She's probably had that since she was three. It's classic, exactly. It is, and it actually looks great. No PC bangs. No. No. She's like, I don't do fucking trends. I don't, this is me. Exactly. Yeah. This is me. Um, and then Jackie comes in and she says, I'll take it from here, Isabel, or something along those lines. Yeah. And Isabel says, I'm sure you will, Jackie. That's right. So and we know they don't like each other. Yeah, you get the dynamic instantly. Jackie then goes and throws out the lunches that Isabel has painstakingly made in the public <laughs> trash. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. And then she has this weird conversation with her kids in the car where like, the kids are complaining about her. Not really Ben, actually. No, Ben is much. more accepting of her. Yeah, at he's like first. burping in the backseat. Right. And like, 
Yeah, but she, that's when she gets into. She's really into semantics. Like she yeah. really she's like, wants to use It's not fair to say their, always. Yeah, it's not fair to say always. Like you can say you want her dead, but you can't say you always. Yeah, it's not dead. fair to say hate that kind of thing, except when referring yeah. to the planet Uranus. That's right. So again, de-emphasizing <gasps> the anus. Is, oh my god, it actually works. Yeah, it works for this Did it episode. Hurt your feelings when she said that. You're like, that's ah, my excuse, name. Excuse me, Jackie Watch Harrison. It. Exactly. Step step off. Step off. Bitch. But. Uh, um, yeah, it's kind of an interesting conversation. It doesn't give you the warm fuzzies no. about Jackie, although clearly her children you get it. really respect her. You get it. And yeah. I, and I actually think the thread, this is one of, to me, the best uh, mother and kids relationships when it's the three of them together. Yeah. They are so joyful together. They are. They are so natural. Um, even just like... Later on, you know, they're having, she's making dinner and she's worried about Anna. But oh, when Anna lied at school and said she was moving to Switzerland and her parents were getting back together. That was why. Like, girl, think it through. Yeah, like, you're exactly. To to like, you're telling the teachers this, girl. It's, it's insane. Yeah, you're delusional, Anna. <laughs> and Switzerland? Also, that that's not more of a thing that they address with her. They're like, nah, she's acting up. She's but a little she, nutty. It's yeah. Like, she, she told, she now, like, I probably would have just been like, girl, I'm not even going to deal with this because you have to go back to school now. Yeah. And all your friends are going to be like, not moving to Switzerland. Exactly. Like, it is an elaborate story. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, um, and actually that is, let's get to this because this, I felt this was important. So Jackie and what, what's Ed Harris's name? His name is, get this, Luke. Luke. Oh yeah! Wow, this is really your movie. <laughs> this is really... Unfortunately, his name is Luke. His name it's is not, Luke. I'm not proud of it, but I yeah, that is his Luke, name. Though. Luke was always a choice of mine for the boys. Oh, I think I told. I you like that. it for me too, not for Ed Harris. No, no. But and Luke here is we wearing are. the like everything he wears is the unfortunate version of LL Bean. Like he's wearing a woman's field coat at one point. It's like really. <laughs> oh my god! I don't remember that, but I have to go home and Google. <laughs> so. I'm going to bring you back to it really quickly before we go into the school scene, which I actually think is really important. So do you remember when he's like, like putting boats in the water with yes. the kids to tell them that he's like leaving for Pittsburgh and they have to stay with Isabel with Isabel and, yes. or they like, why don't they just go home with their mom? Like, what's the big deal? Logistically, that does not make sense it to me either. No. Um, like maybe Jackie had a conflict we didn't know about, but it's never explained. I think in that, the way it seemed to me was that, and he actually says this in the school scene, that his kids, it's the, it's so narcissistic. The kids want to be part of my life. Yeah, Isabel is, Isabel part, of is life. part of my life. So when they come over, she has to be part of our life together. Right. And that's the way that it goes. And Jackie's like, they want to, they want to see you. Like they don't want mm. you going away on the weekends and never being around. Like if they're coming to see you, they, you should be there. Put in the time. And so the two of them start fighting in school. And, and by the way, the other scene with the boats, he's just wearing the ugly coat. Watch it again. We'll oh, see, that's, we'll see that scene. Okay. Yeah. So, but when they're in the school, I think this is such an anchor to why Jackie behaves the way she does sometimes first of all it is a real insecurity to the thought of somebody else raising your like another oh woman my, my god it is i remember my ex my ex's girlfriend at the time bought jack new underwear okay devastated oh. i was ready to burn those underwear that's yeah. so insane <laughs> like what's wrong i but was like I hate, time, I hate that you bought my son underwear it yeah me out. i'm sure it would be very difficult to navigate oh a hundred percent so like her antipathy in the beginning totally buy it oh totally and especially when 
I don't want to call him Luke because you're Luke. Oh, you, we'll just call him Ed. Ed. Yeah. When Ed says, mansplains to the teacher, you know, of course Jackie's insecure. Oh, my God. There's a new woman, a younger woman, which, like, relax. And Susan goes, thank you, Luke. <laughs> I love exactly. her delivery of that and line. And then he's so like, good. of course she's irrational. Uh, and of yes, course yes, she's yes. lashing out. And it's like, yeah, so you just get to be the puppet master in this whole situation. Totally. Ed. He turns on his slimy lawyer speak. Ugh, so gross. Yeah. Meanwhile, this poor teacher who's trying to <laughs> explain she's their child's delusional this. behavior. She says she's them. moving to Switzerland. Did anyone hear me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, this is, this is an elaborate scheme. And they don't even focus on the Switzerland thing. They're just no. like, oh, you said we're getting back together. I'm like, I don't have as much of a problem with that. Yeah. They're using this as couples counseling. Yes. This is their daughter's teacher. Exactly. Yeah, well, when they, often when they get together, it comes to blows. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I get that. Like, totally. Yeah, that's, that's, of course, what's going to happen. And it feels like things are still quite fresh with the divorce, Yeah, right? there's not really a timeline given. I mean, Ben would only be maybe seven. Probably, yeah, I would say So he that. remembers his parents being together because mm -hmm. he does say at one point, you didn't even try. Oh, yeah. To, you didn't even use your words. You didn't even use your words. Like, he yeah. does say, like, he calls them out on not on fighting all the time. And so maybe a couple years? Yeah. It still feels like the wound is, it's fresh. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I get that. And it's not for him, which I think parent, not parent or whatever, I think we've all had a relationship with somebody where they just don't seem sad yeah. about you leaving. Mm -hmm. And it really sucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, even Jackie if you don't care about them. Yeah. This. And even if you don't care about them anymore. Like, I don't right. think she's in love with him. I don't think that's a thing. No, I don't think so either. I think it's the idea of the family, which, again, I remember this feeling as well. The idea of the family you thought you were going to have and letting go of that idea is frequently much, much worse than letting go of the person. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And... And I think it's true of just reg like even non-parenting relationships where, you know, it's you just want somebody to be sad about you. Totally. It's just the way it is. Yeah. And he's not. And he he does kind of rub in, you know, the whole like Julia, Isabel, whatever thing about her being younger. And right. Her, and she's a career woman with the most hilarious career. Oh, my God. So this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie, if not cinema. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. Well, well, maybe not cinema as a whole, coffee. but it is hilarious. Okay, so classic, um, like, film version of what a photographer does. She just, like, struts in, is inspired by the caterer who is serving these supermodels in Valentino, some fruit trays, yes. and calls it a wrap, and then instantly on the computer can miraculously put this caterer in a Valentino suit somehow. Yeah. And, and saves like, her Marcus. career. Uh, yeah. And I here's the other thing I love. She can't be bothered to touch anything other than the camera. No. Move this. Get that out of the <laughs> way. Come on. I need this this blah, blah, blah yes. camera. And I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. And her assistant. And she says, let me see if I can save both our jobs. Oh. And it's fine. The caterer concept is just so hilarious. I, I love I it. I do love that scene. Yeah. And I also love that these supermodels, so the whole idea is that, and it's not actually that bad of an idea, that there's like a very regular looking man right. a, who is standing there in this like suit and all of these gorgeous models are like you know, flocking coming after to him. him. But they're flocking to him for sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that too. It's like, oh, these, these supermodels exactly. are they're just... They're going to want to eat 
a ton of sandwiches right before yeah. this Valentino They're like, do you, have some, do you have salami and cheese? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm starving. Oh my God, give me the ham. <laughs> give me the ham, for um, the God. But yeah, a hilarious um, outlook on what, what yeah, happened? fashion photographer would do. Yeah, and, and it makes her seem very fabulous. But... I, it does, yes. Yeah. She seems like a very glamorous, career-driven New mm-hmm. York woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently I was looking up the goofs in Stepmom, and there are a lot of photography snobs who are very critical of the way that Julia Roberts holds a camera. Really? Mm-hmm. And the nails. Apparently the nails would not be appropriate. For... Really? That actually makes sense. Yeah, I didn't take note of her nails but I didn't either she yeah. was wearing a really strange uh like one of those I don't know if they don't have them in the states I don't think Danier leather jackets oh yes yes vests. yes and then I, so I was very focused on that <laughs> very distracted very distracted which by the way I am currently wearing red track pants and a green sweatshirt so I don't know who I think I am <laughs> but you know um so yeah so they show her to be a career woman mm-hmm. they do show a scene with her and and Ed yeah you know, having a conversation about the kids. And she does actually really want to have a relationship with the kids. She does. It feels like a genuine um, need for her. But they're not giving her the time of day. No. And it, and it, the thing is, and it is sort of strange because it does all seem to be based on her love for him. Like, I have to love the children because of him. Right. Which I don't know if therapists got hold of that. I don't, I don't know what they would think. Yeah, of we need a therapist to unpack yeah, that for Yeah, because that's a little, I don't know that a kid wants to be loved and and because you happen to be doing it with their dad. Right. Or mom. Right. It's awkward. <laughs> it's uh, an awkward conversation. Yeah, especially when Anna walks in. Oh, let's talk about that. Oh, on them in the shower. Which, by the way, Jackie's reaction to that is so bizarre. Jack, I'm trying to think of what happened. So they come in. Jackie's pissed because Anna's missed her riding lesson, which on the yeah. third Wednesday of oh whatever month is at 7 a.m. or something. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that would cost a fortune to have riding lessons like that, horseback riding lessons. They're loaded. Can These people imagine? are loaded. Yeah. Like she doesn't, she used to work, she used to be an editor at Random House. Exactly. She used to be. Now she doesn't. And could just pick it up again whenever she wants. Oh my God. Yeah. She hasn't been there for like 12 years yeah. or something, the yeah, boss something said. Like that. Anyway, so then Isabel explains the situation, but in very vague terms, saying that Anna has walked in on Ed in the shower. Without knocking. Without even knocking. Which is really creepy. You hear your dad in the shower and you're like, I'm going to go wander on Ed. Like what the minimum you're seeing his penis. Oh, Minimum. totally. Yeah, unless he's take, he's taking a very steamy shower and you're you're praying for steam. Like, for the love of... Just, just wait. Yeah, just wait. Well, that apartment clearly has more than one washroom. Yeah, it's like 17 levels. Yeah. Anyway, so Jackie um, prods Isabel for more info and that's when we discovered that Isabel was in there with Ed. Yeah, to be fair to everybody... You guys probably could have waited. The kids were leaving that morning. Like, just give it 10 minutes. You know, like, they're leaving. 100%. Yeah, like, their carnal urge was yeah. so strong that they could not wait. And, like, we saw your chemistry. At, at yeah, it's not It's not there. It's not Totally. There. This is clearly a tall tale. Yeah, it's very much a tall tale. So she's very upset. And then, you know, she's... And actually, I agreed with Isabel because Jackie says, did anybody think to talk to Anna about this? Yeah. As Anna's storming up the stairs like she's the one wronged. It's like, well, you're a freak who's walking in on people in the shower. This whole situation was messed up. So Isabel says, I didn't talk to her about it because I thought it would be uncomfortable for her. Fully support that. Of course, she shouldn't talk to her about that. And Jackie says, you mean for you. (laughs) 
And Jackie, you look like you think you're right. Jackie, I'm so mad at you right now. You look like you think you're right. You're not right. Yeah. You're not. Like, it's creepy. And then it erupts even further because doesn't Isabel then insults Anna? Doesn't she say your daughter is a spoiled little something brat? Spoiled little brat. Yes. Goddamn brat or something like that. I don't remember what it was. And then Jackie kicks her out. Get out of my house. Yeah. And Isabel says the stupidest line ever as a comeback. Oh, says, I hate this. I don't remember reading that on the schedule. Yeah, and then she does like a Julia Roberts pout lip. I'm like, Julia, that wasn't a good line. Neither one <laughs> of you It's awful. Have... Yeah. Do not be proud of Are that comeback. Are you sure? I didn't say it on the schedule. <laughs> I know. And then saunters out like she yeah. owns the place. And she was oh, also, can we, wait, can we also point out, wearing leather jeans oh yes leggings yes, jeans totally. something like that some sort of leather pant look leather like, pants looking very sexy for a monday morning yeah and weird <laughs> uncomfortable uncomfortable like yeah. just peeing in those alone oh, oh my, my god, god. it's the whole scene is uncomfortable it is. so i don't remember it's I'm, i hate to admit this but i don't really remember a lot in between that like i think I think these are the milestone scenes, yeah. right? So I think the next big milestone scene, because I got to tell you, this movie did feel real long to me. It isn't so, that long, but it feels so long. It did feel really long. And I think there are a lot of little filler scenes. I think so too, because yeah. I remembered quite clearly, and let's just do that. Let's just talk about the milestone scenes. Because yeah. those are the ones I remembered quite clearly. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, there's 20 minutes in between here that I don't care about. And I don't remember no. after the fact. I know, yeah. and I have extensive notes written on an old uh, envelope from a bill. So <laughs> there you go. Very professional. So the next one I really remember is of course quite problematic. Isabel has the kids for the weekend. Jackie can't actually have them for the weekend as we later discover because she's going in to get tested. Because right. she's, I can't remember what kind of cancer it is. Oh my god, I'm trying to remember what kind of cancer it is as Ovaria? well. Ovaria? Maybe? I think they say that it has moved to her lymph nodes or something like that. But at one point, we discover that she has had cancer in the past, was treated without telling anyone, yeah. and um, has had a resurgence now. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have to have been... Oh, it was the year before. Yeah, I think they so said So I before. would say that she and... Ed Skeletor Harris right. broke up two years earlier. Yeah, that makes and sense. And then, and then, so the woman, let's just think of that timeline. She got a five-year-old and a ten-year-old, probably at the time. Her husband leaves after she asks him to move out. She gets cancer. Yeah, tells no one. Thinks she's over it. The year after, gets cancer again and is dealing with PC bangs Isabel. Yes, so she's under an Enormous. immense amount oh of God. stress. So she, Isabel has them and they're doing a really weird Rapunzel uh, photo shoot. <laughs> also a great moment in this film. <laughs> yeah, the Rapunzel um, shoot. Oh my gosh. Who, what is that even advertising? I, it's never explained, but the best line in that scene is when Ben says, wouldn't it be great if the hair was coming out of her armpits? <laughs> and it's like so appropriate for his character. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's, it's very, very on brand for it's Ben. It's brilliant. And, but she sort of puts them in the corner in the middle of Central Park and doesn't feed them. No. And she... they are pretty little to be just left to their own devices like that. I find that it's a very strange thing for any of the adults involved yeah. to allow to happen. Like, she is going to work at Central Park and the kids are supposed to just, like, sit there. She's very busy. Yeah, exactly. And I don't I don't love, from the 2021 lens, 
the fact that her job doesn't appear to be as important as Ed's. Totally. Yeah. Like, because she's a woman and because she's in a creative industry, they're like, she's, they're fine to go to work with you. That's like, right. your job's How about you bring flighty. them to court with you? Exactly. Yeah. Bring them to yeah, court, Yeah, like, Ed. have fun. I'm actually genuinely mad right now. Yeah. So, so basically, Ben goes missing in Central Park. Yes. And her scream for him. Oh, my God. It's iconic. It is iconic. And it is the first time that I'm like, oh, she actually really loves him. Yeah. I don't know if she loves Anna. At that point. Anna is not easy. Tough pill to swallow. <laughs> totally. She's a jagged little pill. She is a jagged little pill. But that scream, I we oh. can't even do it now. Oh, no. Because it will Like, it will there's a dog sleeping, listeners. and she's deaf and blind. Uh, and that <laughs> scream would scare the hell out of her. It, the dog is waking <laughs> The dog would be like, oh, my God. I know. Yeah, it's shocking. She's on top of the castle, screaming across Central oh, Park. Then we go to the police station. Mm-hmm. Jackie is enraged. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. But really upset, too. Like, I actually think that her reaction when she sees Ben is really good, that she's genuinely moved. I actually, I would have, I probably would have done the same thing. I would have been so fucking livid. Oh, it's in the middle of Manhattan in yeah. Central Park. It's a terrifying idea for your seven-year-old to be missing there. Oh. Yeah. And he's Ben. He's really cute. Oh, my God. He's very cute. He yeah. is very, um, he's very trust trusting, yeah. I feel. So Naive, they, because they're very sheltered kids. Totally. Right. Yes. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, bringing it back to the field coat, every member of their family has a field coat. Is he wearing a field coat in this? He is. Mm, As is Anna. Yeah. And they're all from L.L. Bean. All of them. All of them. All, every single one. Yes. So, yeah, this is when Jackie says that she never wants Isabel to be near her children ever again alone. I don't hate that. No, no, she's very upset. I, and she's yeah. charged right now generally. Like, she just found out her cancer has returned as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, this is when we discover she's litigious. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm fine with. And actually, totally. I have a little anecdote of my... I remember, again, these people aren't getting named, so it's fine. <laughs> and this is how small it was for me. Ooh. But it was like... I was so upset. Jack and my younger two boys, Jack and Nathan, who's going to be editing this podcast. So he already knows the story. It's hey, fine. Nathan. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, so anyways, they had come home and like, I found out all the stuff afterwards that like they would kind of lock the, my kids out of the house and say, go play for the day. You know, like in that sort of like, old, back in the old yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. Like it's Except the 40s. Like, they don't, like my kids didn't pee outside. Like yeah. they were, they were little boys raised by a single mom who were like, you pee in the toilet. Like yeah. you just, yeah. you don't, you wear, like they, they wouldn't even run through a sprinkler because they were like, well, if I'm not wearing a bathing suit, I'm not going to get my clothes wet. And I was like, correct. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> they are, exactly. Yeah. And they are normal, you know, civilized little people. Anyways, I guess... Like, he'd been given, like, a little yogurt that had gone a bit bad, but he was too afraid to admit that, like, he didn't want to eat it with the stepmom. Oh. So he put it in the garbage when her back was turned, and she found out and dug it out of the garbage and made him eat it. That is wacky. That is, that is, like, okay, at least Isabel, it was a mistake. Oh, Isabel would never do that. It was thoughtless. It was, like, it was just, she was, she got too wrapped up in what she was doing. This was was intentionally cruel. Yeah, a gross punishment. And I remember, like, he didn't tell me about it. His little brother did. Because he was really upset. And he said, like, this is what happened. And I have never yelled. (laughs) I called my ex. And I said, they are not to be alone with her. Yeah. That's just, so I actually did that. Punishment. But I stand by it, though. Yeah. Oh, like, totally. Jackie that backs off. is a pretty messed up thing. Yeah. yeah, Jackie backs off, never backed off. 
I think that, yeah, Jackie calms down. Yes. And Luke comes to the house with Anna's soccer gear. Yes. And asks her not to go to the lawyer. That's right. Um, and Jackie accepts that. She she does, which I thought was very generous of her, because mm-hmm. he really makes it about his relationship. Right. But then later, we find out that a similar thing happened with her once. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's so right. I think in her mind, he just remembers she can empathize. Found. Exactly. He doesn't remember getting lost in the grocery store. That's right. For sure. Grocery store, different than Central Park. But... She she becomes she's very reasonable yeah. reasonable about the whole thing. Oh yeah, like and there was no uh, malice. And no. there, is, there is actually no malice. And this is this is a real turning point in the movie mm-hmm. because this is when we start seeing Isabel and Jackie opening up to each other a little teeny tiny bit. Yes. So Jackie needs Isabel to watch the kids for the one day. She takes over for them. Oh, I think actually that's why she had them at Central Park. Because Jackie that's was right. at an appointment. That's right. Because Jackie specifically asked her. Yes. That's why she had them. And that's I think Ed correct. was in Pittsburgh again. Oh, what the, what the fuck is happening in Pittsburgh? Like you Isabel live in New 2. York. I know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Ed lives in New York City. Yes, but is always in, in Pittsburgh. In the heart of the country. Oh Pittsburgh. my God. Yes, he loves it there. So that's when I. That's around the time after that. After they sort of accept that they're going to be like helping each other a little bit more, the kids start to open up a little bit, and I think a little bit comes from the three. Of, Jackie takes the kids out horseback riding. Ah, uh, oh, this is an important scene. You describe. So they're going horseback riding. They're talking about Isabel. Um, Ben says that he thinks Isabel is pretty mm-hmm. and Jackie says oh yeah if you like big teeth like some under <laughs> that's exactly what she exactly said. That's yeah totally anyway but Ben says a very sort of tender thing at this point and Jackie realizes what she's yeah. always saying I actually remember them. what he says yes he goes mommy if you want me to hate her I will oh that one gets me that and one that's really gets me Susan Sarandon just looks shocked because she's like, oh my God. I'm encouraging I'm encouraging them to hate this woman who is kind of trying her best. That's right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's when things start to change a little tiny bit. Yeah. And they change a little bit more when Isabel's the only one who starts to notice that Jackie's not well. Yes. She's like, oh, you're looking tired. Like, are you seeing somebody? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And she starts... And she... Jackie starts to need her to pick her pick the kids up a little bit more. Yes. Right. Yeah. And uh, and it, and the cancer is quite advanced. We do learn. And by the way, Lynn Whitfield plays the doctor. Very underused. Great actress. Oh, what Lynn else Whitfield. is? I don't know what Lynn Whitfield is she in. But she was, was so elegant. Oh gosh, what was she in? I feel like it was some, one of those medical shows that was in on around that time. She's gorgeous. Oh my god, totally. And really a solid. Uh, yeah, really, really She's good She's kind of Jackie's only support network at that time, yeah, too. exactly. Jackie hasn't told anyone for whatever reason. Jackie, clearly, we don't see Jackie as a very social person. No, and she has control issues. Yeah, yeah, that too. Understandable. Mm-hmm. I guess. I'm, I'm so, I don't mean to be on Jackie's side, because I have to say, you know, I understand in the beginning why she's holding on so tight. Right. But eventually... She starts pushing it a little far, like the the, the concert. Oh, well, when, this, yes. So I think it's around that same time. It is around the same time for sure. So Jackie shows up to ask Isabel in the dark room um, if she can pick up the kids. That's right. And Isabel says, well, last time I left work early, I thought I was going to lose my job, blah, 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 blah. 
And then um, she finally accepts and then asks Jackie if she can take Anna to a Pearl Jam concert exactly. on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And Jackie looks at her like she's got five heads yeah. and says... On a school night. On a school night. Yeah, she says, yeah, like, don't mind. be ridiculous. Yeah, something or like something that. like very insulting. Something really minimizing and very cutting. Yeah, totally. Very classic Jackie. Oh, it's so Jackie. And she's like, I'm going to retie this neck scarf. Yeah, you know, exactly. Little, like, Let fancy, me adjust whatever. My Let me just adjust my scarf and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So she's pretty harsh. Um, but then she turns around and buys the tickets for her to go to <gasps> a concert with Anna. And gives them to Anna in front of Isabel, who is obviously so hurt by that. Yeah. And she says, oh, great idea. Thanks for... Uh, yeah, thanks. and that's when I that's when I start thinking, okay. But this then again, too far. I wasn't sick when my kids were that age. Yes. If I had been sick and thinking I was going to die, I don't know how I would have reacted. Oh, God, no. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. So that's... They actually come together yeah they do at one point I, I wish I could remember the catalyst for it I've written so many notes but I've lost myself on this damn envelope <laughs> um, so they basically come together to oh yes 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 so the kids have started to like Isabel a little bit more mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. Ben is in the hospital and he just has a little fall and he has to get stitches he asks Isabel to sing to him yes and Jackie walks in and hears it and she's quite heartbroken and, and whatever so she that's she's feeling a little insecure about that and then Anna the, I think Anna had worn a little bit of makeup at one point they were singing yes, together in the they car. were singing oh what were they singing it's Ain't not, No Mountain High oh it was Ain't No Mountain Ain't, High enough yeah. right at the first uh the first time they sing it in the film. That's right. Um, and that right after that is when the Pearl Jam bomb. That's right. Yes, happens. I'm caught back up now. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then post. So this is a crucial scene too. So post Ben falling and the hospital scene when she's singing mm-hmm. to Ben is the birthday party pickup. Yes. Yeah. So like you said, Isabel is already the only one who's sort of noticing that Jackie's behavior. And she's is a stepping bit up different. for her differently. Yeah, she yeah. is. So. She calls Random House after losing the directions for Ben's birthday party address. Because that's where Jackie said she was going to be. Yes, that's yeah. Jackie's alibi. So she asks, obviously she's immediately connected to like the head uh, of yeah. Random House. She's like, oh, hello, Mr. Random. <laughs> Whatever the fuck is <laughs> Madam House. So <laughs> she's speaking with her and she says, I haven't seen Jackie Harrison in 12 years. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So Isabel is suspicious. Mm-hmm. She arrives with Ben at the house and uh, Jackie is... High as a kite. She's high as a kite, yeah. sitting outside, uh, having a fucking great time. Exactly. Ben comes back. She's like, great, go in the house. Don't smell me. Um, <laughs> and she's getting high outside with all of her most important and uh, secret paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. Because who doesn't love to splay out their secret paperwork? Let me just go over. They'll bring it outside all of my documents. with you. <laughs> like, I'm just going to spread these on my you know live edge tape exactly here's it's my email printouts here's my boarding pass okay this looks good and then where's my social security number exactly then isabel obviously discovers it and is upset thinking yes. that jackie is going to work in the random house la office yeah. and move the kids there yeah and, and it's really weird jackie really she plays it up she really does she really like starts to fight with 
Isabel about like, no, why can't I move back? We can be a bi-coaster family. It's like, girl, what the fuck you She has this whole plan. Like, she's stoned AF. Like she is, she's making up this whole life. Thinks she, it's hilarious. And she's believing in herself. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's maybe like, that's a good idea. He can see them on the week, like once a month and then once, one month in the summer. And yeah, like, we swap What are you holidays. planning? This yes. isn't really a thing. So it turns out. Is it that, you know, everything gets discovered? Is it that she finally admits to Isabel because Isabel starts to cry and says this will kill him? Yes. If he, he loses needs his children kids. in his life. And she loves him and whatever. And uh, so that's when they find out about the cancer. Yes. And then there's a scene. Oh, God. We skipped a scene I need to talk about. Is it the proposal? Oh, my God. I know. I, I hate that proposal so much. And I just discovered it's it was awful. Julia's idea. Oh, of and course. And Ed it Harris. Was. Wrote the lines for it. No! They oh, wrote yeah. The lines, wow. And they were really proud of it. Oh, They were my like God. super proud of it. They were like, I would n- love nothing more than to get woken up to a little box with a fucking spool in it. Yeah. And then get some speech from Ed Harris. Totally. As he ties a string of twine Just around my finger. Put the ring on. Come on. Ugh, I know. I don't even remember a single line from that scene because I it's, let the thread of my first blah blah blah. Like it was horrible. Ugh. So Jackie. So they're engaged. Right, and obviously the kids are very upset when they find out. As is Jackie. Yeah, Jackie and, actually does say, and it's quite sad. She said, "I just want to know oh. why." You didn't think it would it worked with, why it didn't work with us when you think it's going to work with her. And you and know what? He doesn't really, say anything in return. He just sits there like, oh, that's sad that you stopped. Yeah. <laughs> then the scene ends or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Ed's just like, oh, more compliments for me? Oh, Amazing. Yes. And then yeah. that's the moment she wants to tell him that she yeah. has cancer too. And she just doesn't because, because she says because it's, it's enough. Working. It's the enough to process. Yeah. The medication's not working. Oh, yes, yes, point, yes. Which is why. Oh. So now we're caught up. Yeah, they're like, there's engaged. There's so much little stuff, and there's like all these cute little scenes, and I love them. You know, Ben being the turkey, and I like, and I yes. have to say, Anna's love drama. She's twelve. I don't fucking care. Oh my god! With oh, what is his name? There are some really good lines in that. Saga, oh, though. and by the way, and what by is the way, snowblowing? yeah, exactly. <laughs> snowblowing, snow jobbing. What was it? It's snowblowing. Snowblowing. Yeah, and I don't know what snowblowing is. I was is. really hoping. Oh, I was afraid to I ask should connect you. to the Wi-Fi. I think I looked it up once, and I think it is something that probably shouldn't be discussed on no. the podcast. It's really gross. I think it's some sort of like porno thing. Wow! And she decided to tell a twelve-year-old child. Well, that. she That's also weird. says that Anna should go up to her ex and say, "Listen up, limp dick." And they're twelve. <laughs> they're twelve. Yeah, and then she hires a male model for Anna to feign oh, yeah. a relationship with. That's right. He's so. Got- a male model with a ponytail. Exactly. <laughs> yes, he He's looks like, like a member of Hanson. Oh my God, he 100% is. Totally. He's the best looking Hanson. Yeah, yeah, he is for sure. 100%. Anyway, so Anna loves it. She is, um, she's living the 12 year old dream, getting revenge yeah. on her ex, but Jackie is not so. Well, sure, pleased. because she's like, now I have to figure out what snowblowing is because I'm going to have 20 parents. Exactly. Calling me, me, asking what snowblowing yeah. is. So that's when the two of them, you know, like, have their whole moment. They have their ups and downs. You for know, they sure. do really they because when they when they first find out about the cancer, the kids are pretty scared and oh, understandably. And yes. it's really there's a really sad scene with Ben where he says <laughs> and this reminds me again of my kids, the, the sweet little narcissists, when he says, well, Can I catch your cancer? Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's all about them, right? Yes. And she's like, No, you can't. Relax. Oh my God. It's um, funny the way Ben reacts in a, a more sad and genuine way, but Anna is angry. Yeah. And she says some mean shit. She says, oh, well, 
um, she's not your mother anymore. Isabel's your mother now. Yeah, that Things was like that. Fucked up. Yeah, and that's then, what I mean by about her being bratty. I'm like, we're not totally. actually like. I'm sorry. When he says Anna, come down here, and she keeps walking, I'd be like, excuse me. Yeah, he did says, you, actually... you do not walk out on your mother, and she that's says, that's your job. job. It's like okay, it's been two years. Move <laughs> to Switzerland and get it over with, Anna. But probably something that a twelve year old would say. It's yeah, like, dang. I think I might have blocked all of that. I think my kids might have said some pretty bad stuff. Yeah. But I kind of don't remember because it's almost like childbirth. It's yeah. like you kind of forget it's it. It's traumatic. You're just and like, you I don't it. want to think just about it. That under the That's rug. done. Okay, yes. But then Anna does, she comes to her senses. And this is when we have another very heartwarming stepmom scene, which is the second um, rendition of Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Oh, yes. Yes. When Anna scene. finally does come in, and her mom does know her when yeah. her, when Anna comes in, and and her mom's like, she's trying to apologize to her mom, but they're kind of playing, she and Ben are playing and dancing in the room, and then she finally says, I'm sorry you're sick, and she's like, yeah, that's what I thought you said. Like, yeah. Aww. And then they do this really cute little, like, choreographed dance thing in their pajamas. It's to, so sweet. To Ain't No Mountain High, and they just are so happy to be together it's so cute they are yeah that scene is so beautiful and then isabel now jackie's getting sicker right and isabel starts helping her a little bit more she starts taking pictures of her with the kids and she starts documenting their life oh which is, yes that's that's intense oh god it's so intense yeah jackie yeah. goes away to la she comes back in a wheelchair that's right and she's done this very intensive photo installation in Jackie's bedroom of life-size cardboard cutouts of Anna and Ben. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. Yeah, and it's I like, remember well, where am I going to put these? When now? I was watching this when I was young, I was like, "What a great idea!" <laughs> and then watching it, watching it this week, I was like, "What? Like, yeah, this cost thousands of dollars. First of all, a hundred percent. And what a strange and like, thing. but the real human children are just here. Exactly. And they're, like, like, they're not Isn't it great. Look at these photos of us. And then he's like posing beside the life size. Yeah, photo. It's and like, I'm like, yeah, that's he's really, right here. Yeah, like you're just there. <laughs> exactly. So it's not that exciting. So <laughs> she decides to start doing this like project, and then mm-hmm. and the thing that this is when things start to get very <laughs> emotionally unraveling. Oh me, my god! When for sure. she starts to share their birth stories. Mm. with Isabel. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Because she knows that she's going to die. Yeah. And that she's not going to be there. And she wants them to have those stories. Yes. And oh. like there's there's that scene when they're skating. Also, these children don't have friends, which I find really strange. Ben Nobody goes to the one birthday party. Yeah, Tucker's birthday Tucker's party. Birthday we never party. see Tucker. Oh, and also we should point out, she gets fired. Oh, yeah. Because... Julia gets fucking fired. Another really funky thing. Like, she is excelling at her job. She is so gifted. And then she has to leave early a couple of days and the guy fires yeah. her. Yeah. I hate I him. I kind of... Yeah, I hate him, too. Oh, he's disgusting. And But I also kind of got the feeling that she, like, kind of showed up whenever she felt like it. Totally. But it yeah. wasn't that new. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, there was a lot of expectation there. It was right. ridiculous. But she does choose... She chooses... I guess she chooses the kids over this toxic position she's in but yeah that's fair yeah she chooses i the hate family. the fact though that she like, shouldn't have to like ed has just gone to pittsburgh this yeah time. like he's never there and he Julia shows has to give up her career i know yeah it's and then he does actually say like we'll fight the cancer and he's really helpful like he shows up for a, a scotch and a dinner every once in a while at that at the one restaurant in town 
Ugh. This one restaurant. Yeah, they go to this restaurant for all the big news. Three times. Yeah, three, three times. Three times in one movie. Two hours, <laughs> three times. So Julia, because Julia and, sorry, I should stop going back and forth. With the no, names. I think Isabel this is the next scene. And Jackie. Oh, between the names, right. Um, after they had this blow up, they had this fight about the scene with the snow jobbing, snow blowing, whatever. Oh, yeah, snow jobbing. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> I love it. What a sex fiend I am, clearly. Um, <laughs> So they have this scene where she really went too far, Jackie. She says, you are not who I want my kids to be. Oh, yes. To Isabel. Yes, because and you she are was, not who I want. Right, yeah, I and then Isabel, this is the heartbreaker. She says, well, I don't want that either. Oh. And it's like, oh, God, honey. Like, you're actually a very nice person. Exactly. Leather pants aside, it's fine. And, yes, yeah, so self-deprecating. Poor I know. Julia. That was sad. So they have this moment where that's actually when she admits that she lost Ben. Ah, at the restaurant. Yes. And they start talking about, like Jackie says to her, I have their past and you'll have their future. I'm going to cry talking about uh, it. It's just a killer. Okay, so this line, yes, this is the killer scene. Oh, yeah. But um, this line is always very shocking to me. Um, and I don't know why Isabel's character has an issue with this, but she says, she's describing Anna's wedding day, and she says, so I'm so afraid that she's just going to be thinking I wish my mom were here. Yeah, like, of course she is. Why would you be afraid of that? Of course she's thinking You that. monster. Yeah, like... And then Jackie says, and mine is, she won't. Yeah, which is a valid fear. Yeah, Jackie's fear is fully valid. And Isabel's is sociopathic. Also, why are they all so obsessed over Anna's wedding? Oh, my God. Like, it's a real thing. Is it? Like, it gets brought up later on. It's like, I, I'm going to be there with you, you know, when when you get married. Oh, and, and have all your that. babies. And it's like, yeah. but about a, it I was, mean, I don't want to be like this, but, like, maybe she might have a job someday. Yeah. Well, we should be like that because, like, in weird. today's, well, how long ago was this again? 23 years it's ago. It's not that long ago. Yeah. They're, like, totally shipping Anna to be a straight mom. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, that's your future, girl. Yeah. They're, like, we we bought you those field coats and yeah. those little plaid shirts and you're going to fucking follow Exactly. Through. This is your life now. Yeah. You better not be diverge ju- from this. You're going to be Jackie 2.0, except you're going to keep your husband. <laughs> that's going to be the thing. Yeah. Yes, so her her life is planned. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, so that scene is so heartbreaking. Though. It is. There was that scene that really got to me, and then of course they all. This is when you really start to see, and watching it from this angle, from this year, now that my kids are grown. Yes. And I did not die before they grew up, oh. so that was the big thing. I couldn't watch it for that because I thought someone else oh, would raise my, God, my kids. Oh my I bet. And I'm, you know, so now when I watch it, I think God, it, they do such a good representation later in the movie about the how lovely it is to have other people love your kids yes you know like those are some of my favorite scenes in the movie with jackie and isabel Mm -hmm. just kind of like talking about the kids and hanging out 100 percent. they have a very nice on-screen rapport they do Mm -hmm. and apparently this really gives me a chance to talk about the gossip i looked up yes apparently there were all these rumors at the time that the two of them hated each other (gasps) and susan sarandon went on (laughs) get ready for this time warp Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, Do you remember that talk show? Of course. Oh my God. Oh my. To clear so she went on. Head? She went on Rosie, and she was like, because she got asked about it, and she said, "You know what? I'm so sick of this. If you star in a movie with a man, you're fucking him. Yeah. If you star in a movie with a woman, you hate each other." She said, "How about we're all professionals? We're all working." Julie and I have been friends for years. Yes, I've heard that they're, yeah, they're friends. They're actually friends. Yes. And then she found out something like ten years later that her publicist 
started those rumors <gasps> behind her back. No. Just to get like people Some talking Buzz, about it. I bet. Yeah. So she like, was the it girl. So Susan actually, no, it was Susan's so Susan Sarandon actually went on um Twitter and said, just so we're clear, my publicist was the one who did that. Right. Without but do my you, knowledge. Do you think it was so that Susan would get like Buzz attached to Julia? Yes, perhaps. Mm, perhaps. Right. You're right, because Susan it had been a few years since Bull Durham. I've never seen Bull Durham, but oh, a big one for sexy. her. Is it? I don't like it. I'll add it to the list. Her and yeah. Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin Costner is. Kevin Costner at his absolute prime. Woo! Super dad body, even at his prime, though. I love it. Oh, I love that, too. Oh like, sign me up for Kevin Costner. Right? Um, yeah, so oh I did read that they were trying to pick a project together as yes. friends and, and i feel like their friendship does really come through in this absolutely roles. and yeah. they actually had a hand in choosing this script so this script was written by i gotta look her name up okay i hope i don't get it wrong it was gg pardon me love oh god lavangi let's hope that's right <laughs> l-e-v-a-n-g-i-e what do you think uh, yeah gigi lavangi or i don't know so she, she sounds... was married to producer brian uh, sorry about that oh no that's fine i was gonna say it's a very french name it but... does sound mm -hmm. so she was um, married to Brian Grazer, the producer with that insane hair. I'm going to look him up. Oh, yes. Do you know who I mean? No, I don't. I'm going to look. I'm going to. Oh, my phone's off. <laughs> That's right. I'm podcasting. <laughs> um, so she was married to this guy and okay. she wrote the script. So she's so rumor has it because she was the Isabel. Oh, oh, so she was she dealing had lived with it. his. Yes, uh. exactly. Now, his ex didn't die, from what I understand. And. Um, but you know so like she was whatever but there were also these rumors that there was this other tv movie from 95 oh called whereas at the other woman yes and they i did read that yeah and they sued for copyright no because oh they God. they said it's basically the same story i looked it up that's pushing it it's right. not the same story yeah. it's just like it's demo exactly know? um but she this woman that this Gigi, love her she wrote this she was the Isabel at that point. In 2006, she wrote a different book called The Starter Wife. Okay. Brian Grazer left her, like, I swear, weeks later. No. And in, so she became the Jackie. She And Isabel becomes a Jackie. And Isabel becomes a Jackie. You know what's funny? <laughs> Based on what you've just told me, it's interesting that... So her husband's ex didn't die, but in the script she wrote, she kills yeah. off her husband's wow, ex. Oh, that's dark. Yeah, that's Gigi. Dark. What More do you convenient got? for you, yeah, right? Exactly. Wow, Gigi. Wow, Gigi. You just wish she was out of the picture. And here is the most ridiculous, not even important little detail. Her husband sent her to rehab for eating too many almonds. Oh my God. That must have been quite a quantity of almonds. I hope Apparently she was, she was eating too many almonds water. and he didn't like it. Wow. So he sent her to rehab and her response to that was, well, I didn't mind going because it was in Tucson and I've never taken a private jet by myself to Tucson. So I thought I'd go. And I mean, if you're kicking the habit of almonds, hopefully yeah. it's not... I think she's a cashew. An exhausting experience. Maybe she's a cashew. Pistachio. Yeah, maybe she's expanded her nut horizon. Maybe she's but... doing pistachios because they're so hard to get into. Right? Yeah. So it's work. <laughs> yeah, right? totally. You can't eat as many. you got to work for it. What a thing to go to rehab for, I though. That's amazing. Wow. I loved it. That had nothing to do with it, but I was like, I love this. That, is, that piece of trivia is too good not to share. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we're getting close to the end of the movie. We're at Christmas. It's Christmas. This is, yes. And their house is beautiful at Christmas. Of course. It's the perfect house at Christmas. And Jackie's getting sicker and 
the kids are dealing with it. They're okay. Yeah, I um, think they've come to terms so far. And Isabel's becoming more part of things at this point. So they actually spend Christmas at the house with her. Yes. Ed and Isabel are there. And the kids wake up in the morning to open some presents. But before they can open their presents, uh, Isabel says, I want you to go upstairs to your mom. She's in her bedroom. And she wants to open some presents with you first. And here is the scene that gets me. Not Anna. Ben. Ben gets me. I don't really remember what happens in Anna's scene, to no, be honest. She ben, gets a quilt. She gets a quilt. It's beautiful. And they both cry. And she talks about, like, take me with you, you know, like, oh, in, yes, in your yes, future, yes. like, I'm always going to be here for you, and oh. I love you, and I'm so proud, you know, all that stuff. It's all beautiful, all great. Oh, it's lovely. It's Ben. Yeah. That gets me. Oh, and you know what we haven't talked about, though? So, throughout the movie, there's this, not a trope, it's not a trope, but um, they meet in each other's dreams. Oh, they yeah. have their dream dates. They have dream dates. Oh my so God. So they... They go to the beach. Exactly. They, do, they plan like, to meet in each other's dreams that's and they the can hang out there. the cutest thing yeah. in the world. And I think that's referenced in the scene you're it talking is. about. It is. Absolutely. Yes. So she says, you know, I'll be able, I won't be here. And he said, but I like it better when you're here. Like, you're going to be gone. And I don't like that. And she says, well, we can still have our dream dates. And yes. they have this really beautiful scene of, you know, whatever, just talking about this. She'd made him a cape. Yes. Because he's a little magician. magician. cape. And then he hugs her and he says, nobody loves you like I do. Oh. Oh, my God. I got through it without crying. You and did. That one gets me. Oh, my God. So much. Yes. And then he's walking away. Oh, this And scene. this is so perfect for his age. And he says, can you make sure Isabel knows how to tie my shoes? Exactly. Like you do? Like, like yeah, exactly. You're going to be dead. One practical thing. <laughs> I really like the way you tie my shoes. And the way she just goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you heartless it's little shit. so sad. Oh, my God. It's oh, yeah. as if that's the last time they're going to be seeing her, even though it isn't. But no, those are, yeah. like, the most tender scenes of the Oh, film. yeah. And there's not really, like, she does say to Ed at one point, he brings her a Christmas tree, and she says, you're a really good dad. I just need to give you the, I just ha haven't always given you the chance. Uh, right. And he doesn't, that's actually a nice scene with him, because you can tell he doesn't really trust himself as a dad. He's right. not sure. Well, maybe he's, because he's never fucking there. I was going to say, maybe because he's absent Maybe your other kids in Pittsburgh love you. Exactly. <laughs> you that. prefer your Pittsburgh children. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so then, um, last scene, they're all sitting down by the Christmas tree, and there's a real sort of stream through the whole movie of, of course, Isabel taking pictures. And she yes. takes a family photo of them. And that's lovely. And then Jackie says, okay, well, now we need one with the whole family, Isabel. And she invites her onto the couch. Yes. It's, it's lovely. so symbolic. Mm -hmm. And then the final frame is just um, a zoom in of Susan and Julia together. I love it. It's so great. These two women who are, like, it really is, it, it really has some ups and downs. I don't know... I don't know that I loved it as much as I thought I would. I'm going to be honest. I love it in my memory. Yes. But I did find myself getting very bored. Me too. Like Me too. I mean, halfway through, it. probably. Yeah. yeah. We almost should have watched it together. I think so, too. Yeah. Because I was... Scott was there, but he does not like that kind of that kind of flick. So obviously, and he, keeps he, saying he wants there. to do Nancy Meyers. Stand. Like Scott, you're not going to. He go. doesn't know. Come on, it's not his genre. No, I get it. Anyway, it's not everybody's genre. For no, sure. and I thought Stepmom was my genre, uh, yeah. an old fave. And it, there are still moments and lines that will stick with me forever, yeah. of course. But it's too long. I thought so, and I actually had to kind of gear myself up to watch this because I do remember being like. 
I I could not watch that after. Distraught. I was distraught. Like my kids came home that Sunday and I I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I just, I was, I was horrified. And now I watch it and I think, yeah, it makes me sad for the mom I was then. You know, that I remember how afraid I was and how insecure that somebody else would do it better. Right. And, you know, somebody else would step in or whatever. But now when I watch it, I think, I don't know if it holds up as much as I thought I did. I don't know if it does either. And maybe at the time it was different. Now it doesn't feel so groundbreaking at all. It's great to see, if you're a fan of Susan or Julia, it's great to see them like flexing their chops kind of thing. And I'm up and down with Julia. Oh, really? I don't always love her. Mm. I don't know what it is about her. Um, I actually wrote a column about this years ago where I... I started to figure out that straight men really don't like her. I believe that. And so I started asking every time, like I, I would meet a straight man, I'd go on a date and I'd ask them what they thought of Julia Roberts. Just like, I think I asked almost a hundred men. Not that I went on a hundred dates. That's hilarious. <laughs> just, Usually, to, just to ask this question. Just that's all I want. <laughs> But I asked my friends' husbands and stuff like that. And like out of maybe 100 guys, something like, I don't know, high 70s, didn't like her. What? And I was like, what is it that you don't like? She is. I love her. Mm -hmm. I think she's a commanding presence. And I wonder if, I don't know, straight men are intimidated by that. That's what I thought. But then I think about other actresses that are quite strong. Susan Sarandon's a very strong actress. Not the same feeling about her. Really? Yeah. And uh, there's something specific about Julia Roberts. Mm, that people don't like. Well, or the straight men straight don't men, like. I mean, lots of straight men, I'm sure, really like her. Oh, Danny Motor loves her. Danny Motor does love her. Mm-hmm. He seems straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Um, and certainly Kiefer Sutherland loved her. Oh. Because she ran out on him with Jason Patrick. Do you remember that? I thought Kiefer Sutherland cheated on her, though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, oh, I he, hate when I get gossip wrong. Oh, my God. Well, it's possible that she did leave him for someone, but I'm fairly certain that he cheated on her, like, in very close proximity to their wedding. I know she was a runaway bride, and then they made that movie, and I thought, well, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. And she did marry Lyle Lovett barefoot. Oh, yes, that? yes, yes. Well, I, no, I don't remember it, but I know of him through oh, yeah. her. That's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. for like 20 years apart <laughs> just remember that. just like julia and susan that's right mm-hmm. we can still be friends it's I, fine. so many parallels um so yeah i and julia sometimes doesn't cut it for me like i really i don't know something about her facial expressions doesn't always in this movie pretty good i really liked her um yeah i actually quite liked her in this one i don't i don't really you know I don't know what it is. It's It just doesn't hold up. I think, you know how a movie for it to be nostalgic and hold for you? It's like, it's got to hit that sweet spot of, you know, for instance, I will never not love It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, of course. Right? Because I watched it at a certain time and I'm always going to go back to it. Christmas Vacation. Like yeah. All those. This one doesn't quite do that for me. Yeah. So it's I, a bit dated. Yes. I thought yeah. it did that for me until I rewatched it, but it's the whole thing isn't, it's not strong enough over the entirety. No, I there agree. There are a lot of Filler. lulls. Yeah. yeah. That feel like they should have been sort of picked out. Yeah, I agree. Or edited down, but it's still, yeah, there are moments of great a, emotion. Oh yeah. But I have to say as a, as a single mom being represented on film, she does a very good job, Susan of her relationship with her kids um it's not that realistic as far as how much money and time she has 
Uh, she is uh, able to fully focus 100% of her attention at every moment of every day on her two children and makes it seem effortless. And I think that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. I think that's, you know, come on. That's... The field code's only going to get you so far. Relax. Exactly. But yeah. She's in a very interesting position in this film where she doesn't have the kids all the time, but yeah. they are her entire life. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I do think, like, you know, friends get mentioned, but I'm like, I think you should be spending a bit more time with your friends. Yeah. Like, it's not the worst thing in the world. And I, But I do think her fear of another woman taking over that comes out as, you know, she's quite callous. Yes. And quite mean. But the actual insecurity behind that, that shows up in some scenes, like at the hospital, when she overhears her singing to Ben. Right. Those were very real. Oh, definitely. Like, that's frightening. I think she does a great job of understanding what that would do to someone emotionally. Mm -hmm. Because, well, I can't imagine, but it must be so difficult to watch someone else raise your child. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what do you think aesthetically? Like the houses and stuff like that. Like what do you think of the look? The look is very all-American dream kind of thing, right? Don't you think like Jackie's house is sort of Martha Stewart-esque and she's living the perfect semi-rural suburban life? Yeah, like the bedrooms have fireplaces. Yeah, it's come on. The house is gorgeous. And we get like a nice tour during the Ain't No Mountain High Enough sequence. And it's perfectly decorated at Christmas and... Um, yeah, the Manhattan. It's no practical magic, though. Like housewise, it's no practical magic. It lacks the magic. For it does. Sure. Like yeah. there's something very bland about it. It looks yeah. like it's for a magazine. Show. Totally, it yeah. does feel sort of all American, and it's again, it's not groundbreaking. No, but it's not it taking is, any risks. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I think uh, our our I don't know. I feel like we should do a rating of the. Yeah, it's like good. Oh, it's I don't hard. know. It'd be interesting to hear somebody who watched it for the first time now. Oh, yeah. I can't right? imagine. I think if someone watched it for the first time now, they would not be that into it, to be no. honest. Yeah. And also, step parenting was much, not that much newer, but newer. Yeah. In the 90s. And it was such... Less common. Yeah. And people didn't really talk about it. Mm. You know, she does... Isabel says at one point in the movie... So it's it's a complicated situation for you and for her, right. but it's easy for me because I don't have kids. Exactly, and that is such a that's so relatable because like, yeah, imagine just imagine if you met somebody and they had kids. I know, and you have to you're competing with Jackie Harrison, who is a, not competing with, but you're dealing with her on a daily yeah. basis, and she's a force, and of course she feels threatened. Yeah, and yeah. And your husband or your man or whatever keeps taking... Are they, are they married by the end of the film? I don't think we so. We don't... I don't think so either. Don't They're just engaged. No, we don't care no, about Ed, really. It's all about Julia and Susan. Yeah. So it's nice that they got their project together. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, it's... And I think it was... I think it did okay at the time. I don't think it did anything major. I think it was on re-release it did better. Like, you know, remember yeah. when TBS was a big thing? Totally. Where they would always have, like, some sort of Saturday Night movie. I think Stepmom was a real mainstay. Yeah, there's no way it was, like, a blockbuster hit. But no. it's definitely for, like, people like you and me who love a bit of a nostalgic flick that yeah. feels very, like, seasonally appropriate. That's right. Um, yeah, to kind of spend Yeah, pre-Thanksgiving, yeah. which is this weekend for Americans. Yes, it's very Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas-focused. I don't want to really 
rock the boat here, but I do think Americans should reconsider doing Thanksgiving when we do ours. It's Their Thanksgiving is way too close to Christmas. Oh, it is. It's yeah. like I'm already in that mode. Yeah, what do you have going on I'm in October? I'm wearing red and green. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, it feels like a strange time to have a Thanksgiving. Oh, 100%. I don't know. Like, guys, just do it in October. It's so much better. It's much like nicer. Like, the, the vegetables are a lot fresher. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's huge. Seasonally, it's just like the weather's nicer. I mean, I know you Definitely. southern states, you know, you've got your thing going on. Yeah, maybe but, that's why. I don't, I don't know. know. But it just seems so cool. Just cold. rethink it. Yeah, they need to rethink it's just, it. You know, come on. A piece of trivia that I loved about this film that I read is <laughs> so I was reading about all of the alternate titles that this film was supposed to have, <gasps> and what it was called in the UK was just Stepmum. <laughs> with a U. I love that they even bothered changing I think de-emphasizing the anus uh, is not the worst name. Oh, for this episode? No. no. And we really did de-emphasize the anus in this film, which is um, Ed, Harris. Ed Harris. No offense, Ed Harris. Yeah. So we'll talk about one positive thing about stepmoms or single moms. I, You know that I insisted on doing this. This is my podcast yeah. that I just made up off the top of my head. Yeah. Every week I do this, and every week I'm like, oh, shit. I know. I was thinking about this before, too, and I was like, oh, God, what am I going to say? I know. So this is kind of, uh, it's not the best one, but there is a scene um, where Anna is just starting to appreciate Julia, Isabel. Yes, the trees. Oh, that, the, I can't even, I don't know how close I have to get to the mic to make that noise, but I'm not going to. I don't want to get spit on your mic, but, um, she says, oh, she's kind of like a big sister. Yeah. And that could be read as like a bit condescending. But yeah, like she does offer a bit of a different generational outlook mm-hmm. for Anna than Jackie does. And Jackie is like the responsible maternal sounding board. Mm-hmm. But like Isabel spices up her life. That's right. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with having a little variety that way. No. And actually that's, I'm going to, as usual, I'm going to piggyback. Yeah, that. please. Because I have to say. I was very protective of myself and the kids, our space when they were younger. You know, like I just really didn't want, even when I'm doing it, like my fingers are curling, I was very protective. But then as they got older, I, and other people started loving them too. Like even you love my kids, you know, like it's, there's something about that. There's something really beautiful about, it's such a relief. To talk, and not that you want to be that person who's like constantly, you know, blathering on about your kids or whatever, but having people just appreciate them and think they're great. It's yeah. like, it's such a relief, especially when you don't have a partner right. who's not going to be doing it too. Like I am a mom, uh, you know, she thinks the boys are perfect and that's fantastic. And I have like friends who we all kind of raised our kids kind of, you know, adjacent a little mm-hmm. bit together. And it's a big, it's a big thing. So I can see how a step parent would have been. If it, in a in a good situation, definitely in a good situation, yeah. which this becomes eventually. Absolutely, yeah. But you do have to let people in. I get that for sure. Yeah, and I think yeah, this film does a good job of illustrating that sort of the hurdles that they had to overcome, but then eventually they do end up forming like a pretty special friendship. I know it's really mm-hmm. lovely. That's it's, the best part of the movie. It's idyllic. I do. I I really love it. Yeah, it's like us. Yeah, it's totally. Fine. Okay, well, this was lovely. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank you so much for coming and eating some cake with me. Of course. And drinking some coffee. Yeah, and talking delish. about stepmom. It's talking about stepmom. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to figure out how to ask people to subscribe and do all that stuff 
uh, eventually. I just don't <laughs> even know what you're supposed to subscribe to. So we'll, we'll figure that out eventually. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.